I'm Faith. And I'm Zach. And in case you don't know who we are... We are Still Into You, a Paramore podcast. We're two huge Paramore fans who have loved Hayley and the gang from the very beginning. In this podcast, we're going to talk about every single Paramore song in order from all we know is falling to after laughter and beyond. In this episode, we're talking about Misery Business, the fourth track on Right. time has come to talk about misery business oh boy here we go oh i was just thinking about something mm-hmm. do you know when the next album comes out for paramore um in the intro i say we, we talk oh, about yeah. after laughter and beyond are we going to change it yeah. to insert new title yeah. and beyond i was thinking about this the other day actually weirdly yeah like, oh, we're gonna have to change it it'll be fun you totally are and i suppose on that they threw us a fucking breadcrumb they like did. yesterday. Tiniest breadcrumb, and also you couldn't, you can't at Haley Williams the, the the Instagram account that reappeared. Oh really? I tried to tag her in. It was like, mm. don't at me, bitch. <laughs> She's she like, don't said, fucking, don't at, fucking me. at me. Actually. She probably just did it just to us. Like, yeah. don't stop fucking at me. <laughs> you tagged me in everything before. I saw it. I don't want to see it again. Actually, probably. Um, but yeah, it was like the twentieth anniversary of their friendship. The funniest part about it was that they clearly cropped Josh out, and oh, it was God. fucking hilarious. The brutality of not even like cutting him out completely you could just see his like the end of his guitar and yeah. i was just like that is shared and I, I love to see it i love it i love that it's like from his own brother as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good amazing absolutely and they look so cute in that picture as well it, it did make me think number one who's that girl who's that girl <laughs> <laughs> like why is it just a, why is it just a girl stood behind her like i, I was like is I that somebody know. in the band but like i don't know right because they posted that and because Haley's Instagram has reappeared, yeah. I don't know how long it's going to stay around for. Surely no. this means something is coming soon. It's got to be. It's got to be, right? She must be on there to scope out things. Yeah. like. And also, how long has it been back for? How long has she been back? I don't know. Just like creeping. Just creep. Why, Why are you creeping around? around? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. I just want it to happen soon. Yes. I think it will. I want it to happen at least before we go to... When we were young. It's got to. I just don't see why. Obviously, even if, if it hasn't, I'd still be amazingly glad to yeah. see him. But like, I just don't see why they would have been announced for that festival. And then I hope that they drop a single. And I hope that that, that festival is one of the first times you get to hear that single. Yeah. Because we'll be like, we sure. one of the first people to hear it at that show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we might be the first. Like, the people there might yeah. be. Oh, no, because they'll play no, it on the Saturday day as well. Fuck you, everyone going on the Saturday. Fuck you on the Saturday. We tried to go on the Saturday. We did. Oh, oh well, at least we're going. <laughs> at least we're going. I think they segregated all the Brits are going on the Sunday because like, yeah. oh, there's somebody in my Discord that is also going on the Sunday. And I was just like, oh, so they just didn't nice. want any Brits to, to mingle with the, with the Americans. That's fair. fair. That is fair. <laughs> that is fair enough. I feel like this is going to be quite a long episode because I've got quite a lot to say about yes. this. Yes, disclaimer, people listening. This is probably going to be a long episode. So I'm about to deep dive into... Ms. Biz. What can only be described as... Misery business. <laughs> also, I will say one more thing before we dive into it, and it just popped into my head, and I feel like you're the only person that I know that will appreciate it, because we say it all the time, be your own pet back. Everybody go listen to oh, be yes. your own pet. Oh my god, yes. <sighs> Love it so much. Like, I literally cannot stop saying, no, only, only one, one at, at the, the end, end dumb shits. It's <laughs> my favourite thing ever. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great oh, album. That's oh, such a great album. Yeah, really I'm so excited is. for that as well. Yeah, And I too. believe, I mean, it's relevant because I believe that Haley said that she's one, she was one of her biggest inspirations when they when they got together, obviously I, yeah. from Nashville as well. So yeah, I think um, they've had um, 
I don't know if they know each other, but I think yeah. they've like influenced each other at least. I can't remember her name. Jemima Pearl. Jemima. It's yes. not Jemima. Uh, no, sorry, it's Jemina. Jemina. Jemina Pearl. Jemina in my business. <laughs> <laughs> Jemina your own business, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But anyway, be your own pair back. Go yes, and listen to them. They're fucking great. But yeah, I mean, shall we just dive straight into Miss Biz? Let's let's kick off with. Do so. I so I usually do like we have specific questions that we answer every week, but I also do like general song notes. I had to split. Mm. Shall I tell you how I've split my general song notes? Yes, I've split it into general song notes, facts, uh, pop culture, (laughs) uh, my journey, (laughs) uh, and what the band have said. Okay, so So, yeah, there's lots to go through. Yeah, there's lots to go through in this song. Shall I tell you the facts first? Start. Let's kick off with let's kick off with some facts. Okay, it was the first and lead single from Riot. We know this. Mm-hmm. Released on the 4th of June, 2007. Written by Haley and Josh. The working title was Mexico. Wow. Okay. And I wonder if this is why there's the like mariachi like interlude bit at the beginning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Could very well be. Um, Misery Business is considered the band's breakthrough hit and is credited with introducing the band to a mainstream audience. I think that's fair. That was on yes. Wikipedia. Yeah. It got to number 26 on the Billboard's Hot 100 which was the highest chart in Paramore song until Ain't It Fun got to number 10 in 2014. God, they seem like really low. That seems like a real not good number. Like, I thought they did have been better than that. So I I think it's because I think they've got to number one so many times in the UK, but I think it's because when we were talking about American charts, they're all like segregated into like rock charts and blah, blah, blah. And I think the Hot 100 is really dominated by like pop music. Just pop music. And country probably as well. Oh God, yeah. Sorry, but no, thank you. I know, God, Jesus. Unless it's Dolly Parton. That's as far as I go. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really consider it pop country, which she actually was, so. Um, It was their first charting single in the UK, peaking at number 17. Again, I thought it would have been a little bit higher than that, so it was dominant at this point, so. A CD and two seven-inch singles were released in the UK, and they included Stop This Song, My Hero, which is the Foo Fighters Mm -hmm. cover, and Sunday Bloody Sunday, which is a U2 cover. Yeah. I remember all these well. The My Hero Electronic Mix. Love it. Showed it even out very recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was certified triple platinum in 2015. The first Paramore song to sell over 3 million units. It remains their most played song on radio to date. And this is a fun one. I don't know if you know this or not. The phrase Misery Business comes from the film Misery. Misery, yeah. Uh, the main character says, I haven't been a writer since I got into the misery business. Fair. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's only so... in the film, not in the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that, I wonder if that's where that phrase came from. Just like Alexandra Burke so. and the elephant in the room. She's <laughs> she she definitely didn't introduce it, but she I know she's a horror fan and she likes Stephen King, so yeah. that would make sense. Cool. So those those are my facts. Nice. There's some good facts, mm-hmm. and yeah, I definitely thought would, had it in my brain that they this thing charted higher in several places, but I guess for the first break for a single, that's amazing mm-hmm. progress from that. From mm-hmm. from all we know is you know getting those kind of numbers through must have been like an yeah. amazing experience for those guys to, to have for sure would you like to know where it's been featured in various pop cultures always in the pop cultures in the know? pop cultures world it was used in a prof- in professional starcraft is that a video game is that a game Star- starcraft is a video game but professional star let me finish okay sorry <laughs> it was used in professional starcraft's shinhan bank pro league don't know what that really means is it like an esport thing? It might be like an esport thing. Yeah. yeah. It was used in season seven 
uh, a season seven episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. Oh, wow. And it's a playable track in Guitar Hero in which Hayley is also a playable character. I would recommend that everyone goes to YouTube and watches a video where she's getting like, uh, where she's in like the suit. In the suit. And she's like, the... yeah, and she's like <laughs> doing the movements around. Yeah, things. yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and then like this, because I bought Guitar Hero because... Just of that. Just, just because just of, that. of that. And it's funny because like at the time she looked amazing, but it's so funny because you look at it now, she looks so shit. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, but the video is quite fun of her doing that. It's featured in Saints Row 2. Game. Oh, okay. Uh, What's the video game features? It, Doing that Simlish version of uh, <laughs> yeah. must have really kicked off the, yeah. the Paramore's need for being in video games. For sure. It, it was also on uh, the NHL 2008 game. There's a professional bull rider tour, which is like the horrible thing where people ride bulls mm, and stuff. Yeah. There's a bull called Misery Business. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it after the song or after Stephen King's book? I don't know. Uh, well, film. It's, it was on the it was on the wiki. It's, it's, yeah, so okay. it must be after Might the song. The song yeah. And that's kind of it. But then I was I was gonna say, do we want when do we want to talk about Olivia Rodrigo and also Machine Gun Kelly? Well, do do we need to talk about Machine Gun Kelly? We obviously do, but like <sighs> I don't really we, want to. Yeah, I, I think the only thing I'd like to say about it is if people don't know, he did a cover of Misery Business in twenty for his like twenty twenty album. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. It's the worst thing you've ever heard. It, it's his voice is absolute dog shit all the way through it. And, and he doesn't change the lyrics, he, which he definitely should. But he changes he, the pronouns. But he changes the pronouns, so it makes it 20 times worse than yeah. it already is. So yeah. it's already a song about... So basically, it's a song where a man is calling a girl a slut yeah. and, a, and everything yeah. else. And It just made it worse. That's, yeah. Literally made it he, worse. You could, exactly. That's that's and, my biggest thing with the Machine Gun Kelly cover. And he's cover decided is, to do this... After Paramore have come out and said we're not playing, we don't play this song anymore. He's then covered it. I'm so surprised that she gave that they must have. He must have had to pay handsomely for them to be like, okay, to agree to that because I'd have been like, I don't know though. You can cover any song that you want. Yeah, true. Because he didn't like. It's not like Olivia Rodrigo where he's kind of she's she's like sampled it or whatever. whatever. Right word is for that. Yeah, you can cover whatever song you want. Yeah, I just would hate the fact that some generation out there might think that that's the original song. Oh my god, no. <laughs> right? Like, because, like, obviously it's, like, quite yeah. a big TikTok thing. Yeah. And, obviously, lots of people know Paramore, are, but the the young ones. The, the youngins. The, 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 the younglings, before Anakin slaughters them all. <laughs> 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 they might not know, and they might think Machine Gun Kelly's song is good. <laughs> I mean, no, but the way that he's done it makes it terrible. Yes, exactly. So it's clip, so bad. Surely they it's can't. So bad. I sent the, our group chat a TikTok, and Machine Gun Kelly and Bring the Horizon mm. have got a song. Yeah. Is it just Solly Sykes or is it Bring the Horizon? I think it's Bring Me. I think it's all of them. And that song sounds exactly like Misery Business. Misery Business, yeah. But I, I don't know what's... I think the song's called Maybe. I think yeah. that's what it's called. I'll be honest with you. I can't... I haven't heard the song. I've only heard this clip on TikTok that sounds exactly like Misery yeah. Business. But I saw someone on Reddit, because we know I frequent the Paramore Reddit, say that, that they're credited in it. So I okay, think it so might have credited. been a... Yeah a good for you situation where somebody went to Machine Gun Kelly do you know this you sounds exactly like Misery yeah. Business and he was like oh fuck we've got a credit yeah. Haley and do you know this sounds exactly like that song you just covered and then yeah. you've gone away and gone I've written a brand new song <laughs> like can you imagine covering yeah. a song and being like I've come up with a really fucking sick idea to do this brand new song and it's just that song <laughs> like it's just the song you just covered like you piece of shit like oh, he's such he a piece is, of shit truly we do not stand Machine Gun Kelly Absolutely. I'm sorry I do not stand this is not hate on him because he's popular or what's he call himself that uh 
what's he calling himself? Like the sellout tour. Like, uh, I'm such a sellout. Mainstream sellout. Bo- bollocks. You're a piece of manipulative shit and I don't like you. Yeah, for sure. Like, I know that we can shit on people, but Machine Gun Kelly is horrific. Just Google any kind Anything of Machine Gun Kelly contra- controversy. Yeah. You'll see him say horrific things about so many different things that I don't want to go into and on women, this podcast. And just young yeah. girls and just yeah. tragic. Yeah. Yeah, horrendous. Um, horrific. Yes, I think shame on Bring Me for doing it as well. Oh, agree. Because like possibly. they've been shame trying to Avril raise Levine. this. Shame on Avril Lavigne. Shame on Willa. Willa's so young; mm. she should know better. Shame on Travis Barker. Oh God, yeah. Tra- it's Travis Barker's fault. It's I Travis, Travis Barker's fault. Barker. It's like exactly. I don't want to give you another Star Wars reference, but it's like when they hand over power to Jar Jar Binks and he puts the Emperor in charge. <laughs> it's a whole situation, guys. It's basically that. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> Travis is. Barker at this point is Jar Jar Binks ready to hand over power to Machine Gun Kelly. It's weird. <laughs> you know he's going to show up at one point as well. <laughs> yeah, oh God, no, please. bring him out. God. But on the other side of that, good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. Banger. It's an absolute banger sandwich. I, I know there was controversy because... Paramore, Haley, and Josh weren't credited for mm-hmm. the song, and mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't an intentional thing that they did. Mm-hmm. What an absolutely great track! What a great track! Such a great song. Like I completely agree with everything you just said. There yeah. was a lot of like, I saw a lot of Paramore fans like coming in for, going for her. And it's like, and it's like no, no, don't do that. No, no don't do that. They, they're credited now. They're yeah. getting that money from it. Yeah. Like, not that they need it. But also, one of my favourite things that has happened recently is on my 30th birthday when we went out and you requested, requested it. All through lockdown, all we kept saying to each other was, I just want to hear Good For You in a yeah. Club. I just want to hear Good For You in a Club. And I remember they played Misery Business and I was like, in the in this club that we're in. And I was like, oh, because yeah. we're never that excited to hear it. No, we'll obviously no. go into that. And then they played Good For You straight after and I was like, oh my God. I yes. Love I'd rather hear Good For You at this point. Oh, for sure. I'd rather hear Hayley Williams jump on a track with Olivia Rodrigo and oh, just do it like yeah. both of them together that'd yeah, be great yeah, for sure. uh, and just be like yeah let's just own this let's just own this situation that mm-hmm. happened before I go into like my my journey with Misery <laughs> my Business is, would you like to because I feel like I'm going to monologue at you <laughs> okay, okay. so do you want to get in first with some of your, of well, your how thoughts? do we want to do it because it's just like uh, well I can give you like the so basically we can give you the, the basic song structure of how this, the Misery Business song, song sounds and then mm-hmm. we can go into that yeah sure Yeah. yeah. so obviously Misery Business it's a good pop punk song, yeah. musically. I think it's an excellent pop punk yeah. song, like a really, really fucking good pop punk yeah. song musically. And if it didn't have those lyrics, it would be it like it would be so much better, so much yes. better. Yeah, yeah, very good pop punk song musically. Melody perfect. All of this, the things about this song are really good. The issue with this song is that the lyrics, which were written by seventeen-year-old Haley Williams at mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. about piece of shit Josh Farrow, mm-hmm. which you know this makes perfect sense. It all lines up. <laughs> oh, oh, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for the lyrics, which I now can't seem to get over, and that's not been like, oh my god, you're so like work. Like it's just a str- it's difficult to listen yeah. to the lyrics in this song. Oh, for sure. And we'll, we'll talk about more later on, but it's mm. just so difficult to listen to the lyrics in this song. Mm-hmm. But the whole song itself and the way it's produced is great. So there's that nice beginning string section that's like played for like I an old Victrola. Yeah. Did Haley Williams invent? ASMR, because, you know, that hit, that hit that snare. I think so. It's very much like, it, I, it lives in my same. brain rent free, oh, like, just forever. Like, same. you know, I always have to say it whenever the song comes on. Absolutely. So I, you know, it's up there. And yeah, the whole song itself is very, very good. It's a very good song. So anything that comes across as, like, negative in this episode of this podcast is purely based on how I personally feel about the lyrics now and mm-hmm. how I struggle to look past them. Um, and I don't 
don't think we're going to say anything in this episode that Haley hasn't already said herself. Yeah, like exactly. None of our views aren't what Paramore think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, they they hold their hands up and said this is not the right yeah way to to talk about each other mm-hmm. um, as as young girls, mm-hmm. as as young people. Um, this is never the right way to talk about each other. But it's basic song structure. It's four four. It's mm-hmm. verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Bridge, breakdown, chorus, mm-hmm. outro. But I really enjoy the breakdown in this song. Again, we'll talk about this later on, but the breakdown is only, in my brain, emphasised by the music video because of the headbang at the exact same time as that yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- that's a really, a really clever thing that they did. You know, sure. Obviously, you, that's how you bought, but it's just <clears throat> so iconic, that headbang from Hayley Williams oh, yeah. in that music video. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is the song structure and, and what it is and my views on the song itself. If it sounds like I'm shitting on it, I kind of am, but at the same time, that's not going to tear it so that if we were out and it came on and I was a bit drunk, I wouldn't dance and exactly. sing to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, there's a reason why it's on every pop punk playlist ever. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it's known as being one of the best pop punk songs. Yes. I was listening to it earlier and like, it is difficult to listen to now, but also I was like bopping a bit because I was like, this is a fucking banger. Like if it yeah. wasn't for these lyrics, yeah. such a fucking banger. The way it's I put together. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I struggled to uh, to listen to it constantly just... on repeat, like to try and break it down and think about it. I was like, Whew. When I got to, so I listened to it twice and then I watched the video. And mm-hmm. then when I got to like the live stuff that we'll talk about, I was like, I'm, I can't, I'm a bit done. I'm done and yeah. I was like, I've seen live videos of it so many times. Yes. That I don't need to watch a bunch. Exactly. Yeah. Because I know what they do. Yeah. Like, sir, 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 sir. Such an interesting journey with this song as a woman that I'm sure mm-hmm. many other women share. I think a lot of women have grown up with internalized misogyny and I'm definitely one of them just because we live in a patriarchal society. It's, it's, it's inescapable. Yes. And this is one of the most perfectly explainable ways I think that my internalized misogyny has uh, presented itself and then disappeared over the years, yeah. if that makes sense. I'm not saying that I don't have any internalized misogyny left because we all do. That's just exactly. the world that we live yeah. in. But when it first came out, so I was still like priding myself on being one of the boys. That was my thing yes. for ages. I'm pretty sure Haley said this about this song as well. Yeah. Because I'd been like bullied by mostly girls for a long time. I didn't want anything to do with them. I was mean in the exact same ways that Haley is mean about this girl. Mm. And I never thought I'd feel any, di- any differently about it. Like yeah. I always thought that I'd be like, oh yeah. In a way, it was almost like, oh my god, female empowerment, this yeah. song. Yeah, it, because was, it was definitely she's sold the, as... She's speaking for the misfits. Yeah. Like, she's, it, yeah. she's like, destroying the basic bitch, you know, for want of a better Yes, phrase. it was definitely sold and, and marketed in the way of... This is a song for the girls out there that are different from the from the cheerleaders yeah. uh, or the, you know, the popular girls. This is, this is for yeah. you. Yes, and, yeah. 100%. And, like, I loved, like, screaming this song and thinking about all the, all the horrible girls that had wronged me. Not once thinking to myself, oh, maybe we should look at the guy behind this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. always comes back to Josh. Yes, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's only in the last like five or six years that I started to like re-examine this song and like how I feel about it. It's so funny how like, and I feel like a lot of women will feel like this. I've completely changed in the sense that like now I'd fucking die for every woman that I meet. Like I don't even <laughs> care like if they're like the most opposite to me. I actually find that really endearing. I love finding out about like women's stories yeah. and like things now, regardless of like what they might have done in their past or like how they present themselves or like whatever. And, and like, it's just the complete opposite of like mm-hmm. how I used to feel. And I feel like, you know, like Haley went through that as well. It's sad to hear songs like this that like tear women down mm-hmm. in a way that is sung by another woman. Yeah. I know that Haley said multiple times that she doesn't relate to it anymore and we'll get into all the stuff that she said about it. But 
this song and the culture around it at the time definitely did damage. Yes. And it's done, it's like lasting damage as well. Yes. For sure. I think so. It's weird for me because I don't think I ever considered it to be, when I was younger, probably too dumb to even think about misogyny and, and, you know, feminism and things like that anyway. I definitely always thought that this was like a female empowerment song. Same. A hundred percent. And it's not. It's just, <laughs> just not. fucking not. Like it's so the thing is, like, the song is a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Haley wrote this it, she says they were in high school. Yeah. If I'd have if I'd have had the spotlight back then and the songwriting ability, I'm sure I would have written a very similar 100%. song. And I'm glad that Haley in particular has earned it in the way that she has, and I fully fully support their decision to not play live anymore. Yes. I can't get on board. I'm sorry, Paramore fans listening. I can't get on board with these fans that are like, oh my God, it's, I can't believe you're not going to play it live anymore, blah, blah, blah. It's like, the damage that it does is is is, in, is enough when it's included it's enough, on yeah. like all these pop punk playlists. And like, I'm not saying it should be removed from anything, but no. like we've all learned and we've grown yeah. and there's just no need for it to be anymore. Yeah, it, I mean, there's so many better songs out there nowadays anyway. There are, better songs on this album in my opinion that are better than Misery Business it's like you said it's an iconic song but it's an iconic song that probably did a fair bit of damage to people's self-esteem and it's a weird one I mean the best thing to do now is like what we do uh, what you know what we all do is is flip it on its head and be like yeah once a whore nothing more good glad can't wait I I want that journey for me (laughs) you know what I mean like and if another woman wants that journey for her good for her (laughs) yeah exactly exactly good for for you yeah (laughs) that's quite a little bit well exactly (laughs) Uh, but yeah absolutely that like it's it's more of a you've just got to kind of flip it Mm -hmm. on its head a a little bit if you're still going to want this song to be in existence and be like if I'm if I'm dancing this song I'm the whore in that in that situation I Oh, I, sure. I, I am the yeah, one like 100%. I am the one feeling myself in, if yeah. I'm dancing to this song on a night out also it's really hilarious if you ever happen to be in a club with me and Zach and this song comes <laughs> on our reaction is always <sighs> and then two seconds later we're like hey <laughs> yeah, we it's... like to acknowledge that we're annoyed that it's been played yeah, yeah. over any other Paramore song that you could have chosen which are so much better exactly but then we will obviously get into yes, it yes obviously so I know I've monologued, but I did a lot of research into what the band have said about it like yeah. over the years. And I've like gathered some quotes. Cool. It got included in a Women of Rock playlist on Spotify okay. in 2020, along with Simmer. Okay. And Haley posted on her Instagram stories and she said, Simmer is on this playlist, thank you Spotify, but so is Misery Business. I know it's one of the band's biggest songs, but it shouldn't be used to promote anything having to do with female empowerment or solidarity. I'm so proud of Paramore's career. It's not about shame. It's about growth and progression. And though it'll always be a fan favourite, we don't need to include it now on playlists in 2020. This is the fucking way that you respond to something shitty that you might have done in the past. That's not me saying that what Hayley's done in this song is is something shitty. She was 17. What you don't do, JK Rowling, is write a fucking monologue about how you don't like trans women. Oh, God, yeah. Get in the fucking bin and fuck off. Like... That is how you deal with this situation. Sure. She has handled the situation so mature in a way that she ha- she shows that she has grown as a person like everybody has mm-hmm. or should have. Unfortunately, not everyone. But she, she handles that situation amazingly and she could have just ignored it. Yeah. She could have just completely been like, it's a, it's a Spotify playlist, why do I care? But she hasn't done yeah. that and I think that's amazing. Exactly. Um, and that's the way you handle these things. 100%. And there's so many quotes from her that are in a similar vein of, I don't relate to it now, it's like an older woman, I wrote it a long time ago from a narrow-minded perspective, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But there's one in particular I want to read out, but I'm going to read it when we get to the live section because it's okay. what she said the last time they ever played it. Okay. The other one that I want to read is actually from David Bendeth. Remember David Bendeth? David does Bendeth. <laughs> <He> does. <laughs> Doth. <laughs> 
<laughs> we doth love to see David Bendeth. So, and I'd never seen this before, and this is really interesting. So, this he... is the guy that shot on the. No, this is a producer. Ah, okay, this sorry. Is, I'm thinking of the yeah. guy that shot yeah, on the. Yeah, yeah, I can't album. remember his name. Yeah, I mean, Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Anyway, this is the guy that produced Riot. Okay. So, this was a 10th anniversary billboard interview for Riot. Okay. And he said. Haley was upset about that girl who was a subject in misery business. In fact, in the lyric, she wrote, Once a whore, you're nothing more. And I remember at the time she looked at me and said, I don't think I can sing this. I don't think I can say this. This just isn't me. And I said, Haley, it is you and you wrote it. You have to sing it. And she says, I just don't think it's right. I think morally it's wrong to call somebody that. I said, you're not calling somebody that. You're explaining the situation. And she said, okay, I'm going to sing it. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to sing it. Aww. And that's even that, that young have been like able to question her morality in that situation and be like, it's bad that he forced her to do it. This is the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not taking any of the like, yeah. I'm not blaming anyone for anything. But also this new angle of her potentially kind of being forced into doing it mm-hmm. by a man yeah. does not sit right with me. It's so strange that they didn't, he didn't just say, if you're uncomfortable. I mean, maybe he thought that she would lose the passion behind the song if she didn't say what exactly was on her mind. but. It's strange that they didn't just rework the words. Just change it. Just change, could yeah. change the words to, to anything. Because, you know, in this song, the use of that word is a really scathing, like, venomous thing to say For about sure. someone. Oh, it's so brutal. It's, it's a so, really harsh thing. Do you know, it's one of, and I think this is where, like, Paramore have come under particular scrutiny because Haley's a woman. Mm-hmm. There, are, Think about how many pop punk songs are out there which are horrendously brutal about women. Yes. Horrifically brutal. Yeah. Like songs depicting women getting murdered. Yeah. Things like that. We don't really call them out as no. much as we should, but because this is a woman saying it about another woman, and I'm not saying, like, the the line, once a whore, you're nothing more, is so brutal. Yeah. But because it's coming from a different angle, it mm-hmm. gets more attention. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, uh, I think it's more just the, the, the word, the words used. I think men are a bit more sneaky about how they say things, even though it has the same intention. And I think I mean, what... Panic sh- at the Disco, they don't get a lot of shit for that. Poor Groom's Bride is a whore. Oh god, yeah, they did say that. Fuck you, Brandon. I saw it like no, I, I saw on TikTok recently actually. When they play that panic when they play that song, he'll go the poor groom's bride is it and he'll put the mic out and the crowd'll say it and he'll be like he'll be like, You said it, not me. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he does feel bad about saying yeah. that as well. Yeah. I don't know if they've not I bad enough to, to well, stop playing it. <laughs> well yeah, but I can't comment on whether they've said Ever anything publicly, it. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. It but is, it also, is a strange one. The the left fact that like, you know, it gets misery business gets a lot more scrutiny, uh, because it's a woman saying about a woman, woman also yeah. highlights how there were barely any bands with women in, in the pop well, punk this scene is the thing. in two thousand and eight. This song was probably written while Haley was surrounded constantly by men and like you said, might have f- fell into that. I want to be one of the lads. Probably because she didn't want to be treated any differently. She felt like that's the way she had to be. For sure. Not because she wanted to be. So, yeah. That's a weird that he that David Bendeth did that. It didn't like, sit well with me, that. Oh, no, no, it doesn't really. <laughs> then to bring it back up as if it's like a power move. Like, and I told her, and you will say it's that. It's a real like, like, it's like and then I said, and then, and then she, she said, said, and then, and then I yeah, said. It's like, like you David, shut up. David, stop. Are you proud stop that you David. said that? Like, Are you proud that you pushed a teenager into to saying something that she yeah. felt uncomfortable with at the time? Mm. Okay, I know I said I wasn't going to read any more quotes from Hayley, but there is this one more that I want to read that's kind of similar to what I said earlier. So I think she wrote an article, or like it was an interview in 2017 with a magazine called Track 7. And she said, 
The lyrics literally came from a page in my diary. What I couldn't have known at the time was that I was feeding into a lie that I'd bought into, just like so many other teenagers and many adults before me. The whole, I'm not like other girls sing, this cool girl religion, what even is that? Who are the gatekeepers of cool anyway? Are they all men? Are they women that we put on top of an unreachable pedestal? Amazing. Mm-hmm. 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 Amazing. And I'm sure and I'm sure the way that I'm sure the way that fucking Josh painted it as well was that, oh God, my girlfriend's doing my head in, blah 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 blah. Like yeah, yeah. like that kind of oh God, she's she's like constantly asking me to do things. I oh, oh I'm sorry she wants to spend time with you. Like I love this projection that we're putting on Josh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to shout him because it's, it's him and I, that's how I feel. But I mean, the flip side of it is I'm sure that he was feeding out an energy that made Haley dislike this girl. Oh, mm, uh, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I know she was jealous. I know she yeah. wanted to, to go out with him. Yeah. Fuck knows why, but... Uh, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We've, like... all, we've all been there. Yeah, true. Shall we move on to when did we first hear the song? Get some yes. structure back to this. Get some. I'm sorry, I've talked so much. Do you know where you like when you first heard it? No, I I feel like the album. But did it come out? It before? came out before. It came out the album, so it must have been like a Korean exclusive or something. Mm. Then we must have had to wait. I... Did it come out with the music video immediately? No, or was I don't it think so. Played on radio. Because I, if you, if I remember saying that, I'm so sure that Misery Business and Born for This were the two tracks that I heard from right before it came out, and I don't yeah. know whether it's because they got leaked. <laughs> Maybe someone leaked Maybe them someone and leaked him. We had a but little like, sneak here, listen. Yeah, allegedly. I'm like, an- allegedly. I'm annoyed at myself that I can't remember where I was when I first heard this song because I feel like I had that memory up, up until very recently. I feel like it's just slipped out of my brain very yeah. recently. But I remember, I remember hearing it and I remember thinking, this is such a departure from all we know is falling. Yeah. This is so different. Yeah. And I, I remember being like, this is so much more pop punk. Because it was the first song we'd heard after All We Know Is Falling. And I was just like, wow. And I can't... I remember feeling a bit like, oh, they're like trying to do that whole mainstream thing now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't care about that anymore. I love that journey for them. You can be as mainstream as you want. But at the time when I was like a 14-year-old like pop punk girl, I was like, oh, how dare you like try and be successful. Yeah. Like, how dare you try and be... A, how dare you try and make a success of your life? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember where I was when I heard this song. I think... This is going to happen constantly for me because I'm really bad with knowing wherever I was when things happened. The only thing I can ever really remember, it starts from like brand new eyes and knowing where I was for that. Yeah. Um, but like, even then, it's all very, very fuzzy. I am losing memories like there's no fucking tomorrow. I truly. just like, like I everything just I... like melts into. Yeah. Because I just don't think anything was happening in my life. I think it was just like, no. just existing when this song for came. Sure. I don't but think I was when... doing anything. I agree with you on that. I remember bits of like, the right era, but it for me it also kind so of. So what year was this? Life. This was two thousand eight or two thousand seven. Two thousand eight. So I, I wasn't even. It's got to have been when I got the album. No, it can't be. It's got to have been. It's got to. I've got to have bought this album and I heard this song because I definitely didn't listen to the radio mm. because I was too cool like, for what? listening to the radio. Yeah, I don't know when the music. I can't remember when the music. Or was. somebody. Or I had it leaked and I had yeah. burned it onto a CD and then played it in Game Station and someone said you can't play that because it's not out yet and I said I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I remember. Completely unrelated. I remember when Paramore, as in the self-titled album, came out and we worked at Urban Outfitters yeah. and I had a leak of that, allegedly. Right. In my defence, every single Paramore album that's ever come out, I've always bought it on vinyl. I've always bought, like, the limited oh, you've edition. Paid them, you've paid Shit. them back. I have paid my money. Paid like, tickets, I've yeah. always bought, like, the whatever the most limited edition thing that yeah. I can get for that album is. So I was like, well, if this album's leaked, I'm definitely listening to it. 
And I remember playing it in Urban Outfitters like weeks before I came out. <laughs> oh, and yeah, like, I think. Somebody came up like... to me it's like, is this it's not out yet? And I was like, it's like, turn it off. And I was like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's almost like. You know, I, it's one of those things with leaked music. It's kind of a PR stunt in itself, anyway. Yeah, it's to get an idea of whether people start talking about it, mm-hmm. whether what the buzz is, whether people get excited. So you know, when things do leak, you know, I don't sorry always sorry about it. Sorry about it. <laughs> Ooh, the big leak. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It, it happens like people leak. Sorry, leaks I'm not the most boring person in the world. <laughs> sorry, I'm not a whore and nothing more. <laughs> Like, yeah, that, that kind of... If you haven't seen <laughs> Just Friends, <laughs> that's a great impression of Anna Faris in that movie. <laughs> well, what do we think on the song is about? Hale, right, Haley has dodged this question so many times over the years. dodged it a lot, it's right? fucking hilarious to me. I mean, we know what it's a fucking about, don't we? Yes, we know it's about a girl that Josh was going out with. Well, we think it's about... We know. Girl, we know it's about so, a, a girl that Josh was going out with at the time that Haley was jealous of because she'd... Pined after Josh yeah. and created this image of him being this great guy, past the homophobia, and mm-hmm. she told herself that he was this great guy. And then there's this girl, and blah, blah, blah. And then Haley got jealous and wanted to express her emotions in a diary. And then they came up with this song, and she thought, I'm going to use those lyrics that I just wrote about this girl. Yeah. Do you know what's funny about it? It's because like, there's like conflicting information on mm. there. And I think that it was done on purpose because I think that Haley for a long time didn't want to admit what it was about. Yeah. So because they didn't, she didn't admit to going out with Josh for a while, right? They kept oh God, it, no, that was it. They just kept after it they secret up. for yeah, a long time. I'm so sure. Like, so fueled by ramen, this is a hilarious quote. And Josh had said that Haley had written the song based on feedback she got from a live journal post where she asked people what they're ashamed of. Yeah. Josh said the song is about a girl who ruined one of our friends' lives with sex. <sighs> You, Josh, this is you. You're talking about yourself. How dare you be so sexy? And how dare dare you have sex? I always always ruin people's lives with sex. Using my sexual prowess. Using her sexuality to get what she wanted. And it really. What did she want from you, Josh? Because you you were in the sign band. You weren't even the main one. You weren't even signed. I know. know. (laughs) If only she'd have known. If only she'd have known. Right. Um, Should have gone after Haley. Right. And it'd have been a different song entirely. And I would have stood for it. I would have loved that. (laughs) And it really affected us watching him crumble. He's talking about himself. This is ridiculous. So when Haley wrote Misery Business, she posted online how she wanted to encourage our fans not to be scared to say what you feel or what you're ashamed of, because once you do, you're setting yourself free. We had a huge response. There were some people that were embarrassed of using drugs, drinking, or sleeping around, or even having gay sex. The How shame. Dare they? Everything is really, pretty good. It, <laughs> can attest. Not not trying to uh, sway anyone. <laughs> but we are. There were a few parents who replied, ashamed of how they'd raised their kids. I mean, I can see that just having a kid. Oh, Pure shame. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So, I mean, Josh, you're talking about yourself. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then, like, Haley has like said, ooh, my friend got manipulated by a girl, removing herself from the yeah, situation. Yeah. Like and then two thousand thirteen she tweeted that it was about Heathrow Airport. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this thing that she tweeted that it's about Heathrow Airport. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> she just loved London. Exactly. And then finally, in a twenty twenty interview with Vulture, she said, When I was thirteen or fourteen and I had a crush on Josh, he didn't like me back. He would go hang out with his girlfriend, who I wrote misery business about because I was a dick. That is it. <laughs> there you That's go. the answer to that question. Yeah. And like, let's stop asking her now what this song's about. Oh, She's God. answered it. Let's let's stop thinking that this song exists and th- focus on every other Paramore song that's way better than this song. Yeah. After this like hour long episode of this podcast, yeah, sorry guys, we're done. You're done. Okay. Favorite 
Warwick. Oh, are we going? Are we going favorite? So, so we I agreed that we we're agreed gonna we were going to do favorite and, and worse. worse. <laughs> I think we both know what the worst is. Like, oh, did you pick something? I different? picked something different, but did only you? because I was trying to not choose not the that. most obvious one. Okay, so we do worse first. So I obviously picked once. Oh, you nothing more. It's horrific. Lyric. Yeah, horrible. yeah, it's horrible. And like I said, I just like to flip it around on myself and we're look at myself it. in the mirror and say it. Yeah, we're reclaiming so it's my <laughs> yes, um, it's my mantra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My affirmation every morning. Yeah, every morning. Every morning. Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes. I take a big breath and I go, once a hog yeah. nothing more. I, I, I shout it. it. Just get out spring out of bed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're reclaiming it. Okay, um, so what did you choose? So then? I went with the so it's the bit after this the section of once a hog you nothing more bit, which is the uh, there's a million other girls that do it just like you looking as innocent as possible to get to who they want and what they like. It's easy if you do it right, which I think is just as scathing as calling someone a whore because it's yeah. like, I'm, I don't know, but because I'm not, but like, like it's not hard enough to be a girl. Mm. And then to, to, you know, I went through school with these girls that, you know, might have developed early and things like that. And they got branded all sorts of names just because oh, they sure. were... Because other girls were other girls were either jealous or boys were saying that they were like easy and they'd been with them and I don't think these girls and one of these girls was a very good friend of mine when I was younger I don't think she ever had the life she could have had because we literally went to year seven so we were like eleven and she already had quite a big bust and she was mm-hmm. a tall girl and she'd gone through puberty and she had spots and she's going through that stuff mm-hmm. really young and the girls and the the boys in my school really were just horrible to her mm-hmm. were just just horrible to her and I genuinely think it, she then in turn didn't have the life that she probably could have had yeah for sure i know a lot of people like that because i mean me yeah like not for those reasons yeah. but like i got bullied horribly yeah because of this like oh she just does what she wants like she's she's using her femininity to looking as innocent as possible to get to who they want and what they're like yeah all right i'll do it sure if that's what i need to do to achieve my goal yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, that's what, if that's what i need to do to achieve my dream to to further myself and be a better person in the long run then sure yeah do you know what's interesting about that lyric or those lyrics is that I noted those down in my favourite lyrics bit because I I'll tell you my favourite lyric mm-hmm. is hit that hit that snare same <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't choose I, I, li- I, I read them all yeah same and they're all absolutely shit in, in terms of the know, melody and the hook mm, is perfect in the song but they're also really well written lyrics so for what they are lyrics. For what they are, they're terrible. But they're just the content is awful. But the way that they're written, so like, love that we both chose that. Hilarious. I noted down the verse that you just said because when I was young, because I was trying to think, okay, what can I say for like my favorite lyric? When I was younger, that was my favorite favorite lyric. That was my favorite bit, and I remember like. I, like, I felt those lyrics like yeah. in my bones at the time and I was like singing them about a specific person and yeah. I was like, yes, because it's a fucking well-written verse. Yes, and it's hard to be different when you're younger. It's hard to be different when you're older, but it's hard to be, it's hard to feel different. And that lyric is that whole like, you know, you peaked in high school situation of like, you peaked at, you know, you peaked there yeah. when you were popular and there's loads of people like you. But I think the thing about that lyric is, it doesn't just shit on that one girl. It then shits on another million girls. Yeah, <laughs> just, for sure. So that's yeah. that was a re- another reason for me being like, yeah, that's not a not a great lyric. I could talk about how the lyrics I don't, don't like. I can't remember what they specifically are, but the bit where she's like, just tell me one lyric. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, what is Only it? One word. Is it? I watch his wildest dreams come true. Not one of them involving you. Yes, it's horrible. It's so gross. Such a great lyric, though. But yeah, so but it's gross. Well written, but terrible. It, it, it kind of just feels icky. It feels it, it gives me the ick. Do you know I what? watched his wildest dreams come true. It's fucking grim. 
Like, it's great. It's ick. Because if this is if you were to put your own career and stuff on this song, and you're not an, in a famous rock band, it kind of sounds like the, his wildest dreams coming true was getting with Haley. Yeah. Ooh. Such a wild dream. Uh, do you know... It's, it's gross. I can't remember if we've, ha- we've had this conversation before, because it feels... I don't know whether we've had it, like, off-pod. Yeah. We probably have. We have a lot of conversations <laughs> off-pod about Paramore. We do. <laughs> is this the only Paramore song? No, it's not. I was going to say, it's one of the only Paramore songs where Haley uses pronouns. She, she She's not really one to say, like, he, he him... him. Or she, she her, her in any yeah. songs. I'm thinking Rose Coloured Boy probably says it. Because obviously it's called Rose Coloured Boy. Yeah, but uh, like, a boy is not anything nowadays. It's, she's always... It's she not always, like... It, I think he, a, him are more definite, but I feel like, you know... She always says she Rose Coloured Tomboy, Rose Coloured. Yeah. You know, or however you... Because like, sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like a boy, sometimes you don't feel like a boy. Like, I, I agree with you. I think it's one of the very few... Very, if not the, the only time, it's one of the very few times that she uses a pronoun. Because she she's for not you. one. More. I don't tend to use pronouns in songs to try to avoid them. Yeah. But I think she tends to also try to avoid them. Yeah. I think it's a good... Maybe that's why it's... I think it's a really good thing to do I, do. Oh. I don't like... Also, I hate when people change so, pronouns to something. Like when Michael yeah. Bublé couldn't, oh, uh, couldn't sing about Sexy Santa or whatever it was. <laughs> when, uh, um... <laughs> I... Lol. I was, this makes me think about Jenny Owen Young's. Yeah. Because she has said that she always tries to avoid using mm. any kind of pronouns. It's so that people can put their own experiences exactly. onto it's your songs. Exactly, it's hard when someone it. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think it's a good idea to avoid pronouns. So I think that's why it's it really is an ick when yeah. she says, I watched his wildest dreams come true. It, there's an ick in, in that ick, lyric, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, massively. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So they were they were our worst and, and best lyrics. I fucking... Uh, I'm and so... I love that hit that hit that snare with <laughs> both our favourite lyrics, because it's the best one in the song. It really is. It truly <laughs> is. It truly is. Okay, God, we've got to talk about the music video. Yes, drop in. Let me set uh, the scene for you. Let yeah, me set you the scene of this music video. So, the video starts. Mm-hmm. We see the high school. Mm-hmm, the do. band is in a room with cardboard cutouts, out, cutouts of Riot everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They all look really good. Yeah, Haley look. looks great. Uh, the... This is the outfit that I did for Halloween. Yes, mm-hmm. this is the this is the aesthetically pleasing colours that and yeah. they're nice, they're easy on the eye. Mm-hmm. I can kind of forgive the leopard print tights. Tiny, tiny bit. It, it did pain me slightly. It uh, took me so long to do that. So basically, yeah. I had to buy some red tights. This is what Haley did because I found out. Bought some red tights that had no, sorry, some yellow tights that had the leopard print on. Yeah. And then put some red tights like over one of them, right. I think, and like cut it, and it was it was a whole ordeal. Yeah, I can imagine that was yeah. quite difficult. Mm-hmm. So then we we have the band and they're rocking out because the song started. Of course. We've had that nice little intro, um, and then we get into it, and the band is all like there. Partying, and then it comes to the cheerleaders, and we're like, "Oh, this is the girl. This is the girl we don't like." So it turns out it's not. Mm-hmm. Someone's mum rocks up. <laughs> Truly, pushes pushes the cheerleaders out of the way in a dress that you would like wear if you were doing like a dance recital. Right, just not the look of anybody else in this music video. Have not the seen... age of anybody no. else in this music video. Have you ever like, seen a teen look like that? No, never. No. Only in those TV shows where they're trying to be teens, but they're not teens. <laughs> so this happens. This Someone's mum someone's mum turns up. She's angry. She's carrying it. She's, she's raged. Yeah. She's missed the PTA. She's furious. <laughs> she pushes the cheerleaders out of the way. Yeah. She then pushes what seemed to be this sweet and innocent girl who has the world's worst wig the on. The worst wig I've ever <laughs> she seen. She cuts this girl's wig up. <laughs> I fucking hate it when there's bad wigs and stuff and that is one of the worst The I've worst wig I've ever seen. It's not even like they you want it to look like a wig. bits of her brown hair yeah. like coming down onto her neck. Yeah. It, it's like they didn't even try. They did not try. They didn't and try. And she like cuts the girl the girl's hair 
wig mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and she's storming for the school and we keep getting these cuts to Hayley you know performing the band performing looking good and then this like fucking nerd comes out of the nurse's office with a sling on his arm does and it, she yeets him across that motherfucking does it annoy, room she does but does it annoy you that she yeets his good arm into the wall I want and then he holds his bad arm she yeets uh, yeah. his good arm and then he's like oh my bad arm yeah. like, she yeets your other arm mate <laughs> they're both broke at this yeah. point they're both broke it's a very strange music video. And then finally we get to see this couple that are clearly in love. Mm. And then she kisses the boy and then the girl cries. The drama. Like, she obviously didn't grow up in Rotherham because that girl would have just smacked, smacked the shit out of the other one. Absolutely, do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. She'd have like full ring, she'd have like fun. grabbed yeah. her by the hair and just punched her down. Yeah, like, for sure. if that happened. For sure. Uh, and the girl is, is weird because she's like mad, but she kind of blames the guy and I'm happy for that because men deserve blame yeah. uh, uh, so I, I'm happy with that part of it but it is just a very a very strange song and the song is continuing to go on and, and we're, we're realising this girl is in fairness pretty fucking brutal yeah pretty ball, uh, pretty uh, ballsy absolutely, yeah, like 100%. she's more than what is portrayed in this song the, the, the things that she says about in this song are only good th- Good things, in my opinion. What she right. actually does in these actions are quite. Um, the hair cutting off is so brutal. Th- it's quite like um, it's quite psychotic. She's it, quite truly. a psychotic woman. Yeah. She clearly doesn't get. I don't even think she goes to this school. <laughs> she, she doesn't even go <laughs> here. <laughs> like that, and yeah. then Haley comes out, and then she comes face to face with Haley, who's mm-hmm. this like sweet little innocent like pop punk queen. Mm-hmm. But she looks great. Mm-hmm. She's that black t shirt, yeah. and she just looks incredible. She does look great. And you know, she comes face to face with this this mean girl and three boys. So can only imagine quite intimidating for the girl. Hundred percent. I've got I've got issue with this bit yeah. for sure. It, this oh, is the oh, worst absolutely. bit to this watch. This is the worst bit of the song. Yeah. And then she then pulls the stuff up bra like what, what do you call those people call them chicken cutlets and i fucking hate that yeah it's like silicone they do like, kind of look like the they do that's why people call it right, but they're so. like the like silicone padding yeah things uh, so she pulls them and throws yeah. them and the girl's like oh no what's happened and then she like gives her a nice little bath with her with a wife she wipes her face down and then he's like horrified by how much makeup on bitch you're wearing loads of makeup oh my yourself God, my exact you've got note, so much makeup on honestly, in this music video my exact note is what is the commentary supposed to be there because Don't Hayley's wear wearing just as much makeup more <laughs> is she like this is not enough like yeah she's like ooh this is not enough makeup it's like you're wearing like you're wearing like fan makeup and I'm wearing cool emo makeup yeah 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 That's like you're trying to look pretty and gaelish and I don't want that yeah. what is the commentary there like I agree with you it doesn't make any sense yeah the entire situation like you said with this bit at the end is that that would be intimidating for any person yeah. Especially because doesn't Zach like go to punch so her? The way that like Zach kind of like bumps her at the end, yeah, 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 is really like aggressive. horribly aggressive. Yeah, it is. It's, it's weird. It's such a weird. Not that just it, this entire thing is not paramore. Not, not the paramore no. that we know. And at no. the time, no, kind of this was the first kind of big introduction to them for everybody. Mm. And I get, I get exactly where they were. They were very young, and I get this whole situation. Who didn't do shitty? crappy things to people when they were younger i get it it makes sense but it's just not the paramount and they you know like we said they've held their hands up themselves and said this is not us it's yeah. not it's really not them it's not this music video won awards it won did. the Kerrang award it right? did didn't it yeah best music video yeah. so there's a beyond the video thing right. do you know, like there was for that's what you get yeah. when, we were que- when you were questioning whether they had friends <laughs> whether they were real friends yeah. <laughs> um so there's a couple of things that like it's it's pretty like meh. There's mm. nothing much to it apart from it being like oh hi Sh- hi Shane Drake that did Emergency and Pressure and Monster that like, yeah. he's the guy that directs yeah, this yeah. video and Haley says at one bit there's this mean girl and I'm gonna annihilate every part of her existence. 
is a direct quote from right. Hayley Williams. There's a bit where like Zach and Jeremy are watching the bit where she kisses that guy's boy, yeah. that girl's boyfriend, and Zach's like, "Oh, can I, can I do that shot? Like, can I be the one that kisses her?" And it's like, "Fucking hell!" But he says it in like a bit of a like yeah, creepy way. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit. It's not. It's, oh, it's just a bit. It doesn't creepy. land very well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very like just saying like if you need somebody else to do it, like I'll do it. It's not like at the time everyone would have been like, ha, 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 but yeah. now it's a bit like, oh. yeah, I'm sure he would never do that now. Um, yeah. I don't like this video. I find it difficult to watch. It's got 237 million views. It's ridiculous. It, yeah. It's ridiculous that people think that this is a good music video. Like, this is by far aesthetically pleasing. It's nice. It's easy on the eyes. It looks great. There's that bit with the breakdown where she flips her hair yeah. and it looks perfect. All of that. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't hit, doesn't land for, for Paramore. It's not there. It's just not there. No. So the perform the performance shots are some of the best Paramore yes. music video performance shots. Apparently, Fuel by Roman released an alternate version of the video that's just the performance. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, okay. That's but I'm weird. like, I would prefer that. That video. would be a better one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. For and sure. I get that. You know, when when Haley said, "I'm going to meet this mean girl and I'm going to annihilate her every bit, a part of, of her existence," I get it because you're an actor and if your job is to act at that point, like she has to get into the mind, the fr- the frame of mind that she's an she's acting yeah. as this other person that's going to do those things but it just yeah it doesn't really ring true i mean we've talked a lot on this podcast we've talked a lot on this podcast <laughs> so sorry about that to everyone yeah. that's listening but if people have different views on this please let us know but i think we should all be in agreement that this is not aged well uh, oh God, no. <laughs> this is I, the I thing that hasn't aged well i can't imagine anyone disagreeing with that to be no. honest i do not watch this music video this is the first time mm. i've seen it in years this is the first time i had to watch watch it and it was yeah. like you know that scene in clockwork orange yeah i felt a little bit like Did that you? i felt Did like you? someone needed to put Somebody me in old in your eyes so that's all my eyes because yeah, yeah. no, i just struggled i don't watch I it same. i don't, I don't watch, like, it. watch this music video nope. yeah. i'll listen to this song really so nope nope this is the first time in years that I have pressed play on this song on Spotify yeah, and pressed play it. on this music video yeah, on I YouTube. I always skip it. So. Even when I would recently, because I went back for just listening to the entire Riot album constantly, even when I was listening to the Riot album back to, from beginning to end, I always skip the song. I listen to the little Maratch a bit of the beginning and the hit, yeah, hit that and that's there. And then I'm done. Gone. Yeah. Song's over. That's the end of the song, hot for me. But yeah. So... Have we seen them play it live? We absolutely have seen them. And they them. do many special things. So we've this is the most performed Paramore song. Yeah. It's been performed apparently 630 times. I'm interested to see what overtakes that. Mm. Because obviously it's been announced by Hayley in September 2018 that they're not going to play it live anymore. And I agree. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a thing anymore. Yeah. Would you like me to read you the quote that she said on yes, stage that please. night? So <clears throat> she said. In 2006, we were in high school writing our second record and we wanted to be cool. I was having boy problems. What's changed, really? <laughs> Love that. that. She said that. That wasn't me adding yeah. that. She said that. Because um, this would have been just after a divorce and stuff. Yeah. So. We wrote a song that now as a 29-year-old woman, it's very interesting to sing because I don't really think I would use some of the words I used when I wrote this. In fact, I wonder, maybe I was just trying to fit in with other cool bands. I remember trying to fit in with like Taking Back Sunday when we were on Warped Tour. I don't know what was happening, but we wrote this song and I guess I've taken it upon myself to make this disclaimer every night because I want people to know where we stand. To put it really simply, calling someone a whore just isn't very cool. So that's what I'll say first. Secondly, I want to say, and in this bit, she gets really nervous and she's like struggling to like, Mm. she's like, doesn't really know how to say it. That tonight we're playing this song for the last time for a very long time. This is a choice we've made because we feel that we should. We feel like it's time to move away from it for a little while. So we're going to play it and let's just send it off with all the energy and all the love we can possibly muster up. 
Yeah. And then my my next note is, it's a joke on us because they haven't played a gig since then. And they say that they're not going to play it for a long time. So like, are they just... What if it just comes back as soon as they play it? They've not played anything for a long time. So what if they just play it? What if, like, when we're young, she opens with this? (laughs) And we just like, it would be like, they're never playing it again. Definitely not playing again. Like... It's weird, isn't it? I don't think they will, but no. like I will be shocked no. if they do. But yeah, I completely support that decision. Also, very interesting the bit that she said about like I was trying to fit in with cool bands like Taking Back Sunday, Sunday, and we had the conversation earlier about all the male pop male bands that have like yeah. fucking slammed women to the ground. Yes, uh, literally, literally, and figuratively mm. over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be hard to be surrounded by that energy. It's so different from like the music industry that I see now. Like. You know, we played a show last week and everyone in the room was basically queer and it was just the best thing in the mm-hmm. world. And I think, I, I you know, been been around all these bands now, it just feels like such a different energy. I do will say that I played with a couple of bands the other day that had female front singers. And somebody did say about one of the bands that, oh, I think they're just trying to be, I think she's just trying to be Hayley Williams. And I immediately shut them down. I was yeah. like, that's a bullshit thing so to say because it's just not true. It's like, just... That, honestly, don't even get me started on that because I fucking hate that. Yeah. It's like, oh, just because she's a woman, mm. she's... Uh, yeah. Okay, so we all know in Misery Business, all of us Paramore fans, we yes. know. We know the main vibe of this song when they yes. play it live is to get somebody on stage. And, and and it's never been either of us two, which is a fucking crime. A fucking travesty. Can you remember when we went to saw her on iTunes? And I swear to God she was looking at you. She was looking directly at me. She was so close to picking me. Like, yeah. I almost ascended because I could mm. feel it. I was like, it's going to be me. It's going to be me. And then last minute, she changed her mind. And yeah. I was like, why? Yeah. Why? hit that that would have been immortalised forever on, I'd have like... shit myself there oh, I would... I'd have smashed it you know what? it would have been is... embarrassing for her it... <laughs> <laughs> yes agreed the thing is with that is that like if you ever got chosen you would just have to have the best time mm, and yes. like put all your like fears aside to yeah. do it otherwise you'd regret it I've definitely seen some people butcher it <laughs> oh so most people do but that's the fun of it yeah. one of my favourite ones is when somebody tries to jump off the monitor and falls over yeah. and then like Hayley, Taylor and Jeremy all lay down next to her on the floor wash it off yeah I mean that always makes Misery Business last like 15 minutes long it's a very long song when they play it live yeah it's a great thing that they do yeah. I would like to see them do it with a different oh, yeah, song I'd love, I'd love to know what they would have replaced that yeah. note. what would you get somebody up for I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's got to be like that one bit that's like a kind of easy, not easy, but like... It's got to be the fake out because it, it, like, yeah. there's a whole bit where Hayley will be like, stop. And and then yeah. everyone sings the bridge and then yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 we're not doing it. Doing so it's got to be a song yeah. that's got like... She's got to like, build like up that like, yeah, little yeah. tease, little teasy moment. Oh, yeah. Little sexy tease that she mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know what it'd be though. I can't think. I need to like properly think yeah. on it, I think. Yeah. Hits your heartbreak. Yes. And then I'll just get up and do the whole thing because yeah. I love that song. For sure. Yeah, for sure. In terms of like other stuff that they do in that song that they've built up over the years in terms of playing it live, in the second verse, she always says, I'm sorry, like whatever place they're in, but I passed it up. So like she'll be like, I'm sorry, London, but I passed it up. So yeah. this way instead of, I'm sorry, honey. My absolute favourite thing that they do in this song that I do every time I hear it, I don't care if it's live or whatever, is the after the, I refuse, I refuse, I, I refuse. refuse. You are no 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 no. Yeah, yeah, she does that. Like, uh, I fucking love it. Yeah. That's my favorite. We love a thrust. We love a thrust. 
there's some synchronized headbanging mm-hmm. from everybody. And also, what's interesting is that they change the solo immediately. So, like, the, the solo goes, when they play it live yeah, yeah. rather than the, the version Then what they're doing, the, the actual song. Almost immediately they change that, even when Josh was still in the band. Yeah, maybe just was like, we can't, we, maybe this happens. You just sometimes go, I've written something that's a bit better. Yeah, exactly. And they <laughs> always play that play now. Because like, yeah. if something's a bit harder and you're already fucking tired yeah like anything to, anything to make it better tired. yeah yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah it's absolutely better that's why like guitar solo in like the, the structure i'm always like yeah i suppose yeah <laughs> i suppose you could call it a guitar solo the song the guitar different plays on its own yeah it <laughs> it's not like memorable in the no, song but it, no. live it always is a bit better yeah it's a pretty tame guitar yeah. solo isn't it but i i remember she always used to be like hey josh before we played that and then he fucked off and she just doesn't say i don't know <laughs> yeah she's probably counting her blessings bye josh bye but yeah i like is there anything else that you know down about live about Miss Biz live? No, I, like you said, it's one of those songs where, for the first few times I've seen them, I was always excited for Miss Biz, mm-hmm. and then after a few few times I've seen them live, I would just go to the bar usually because <laughs> that the the build that takes such a long yeah. time, and like I'm already over the song at this point, so it's just like, and you know, it's not going to be you that gets, and I know it's not going to be me because we went through a stage of being really close at close, gigs, so yeah. it could have been us. Yeah, and then when we got a bit older, lol, and started standing in the back, we were like, yeah. well, it's not going to be us. It's not going to be me. So what's the point? Yeah, I always stuck around for like Haley. She always had like a little bit of a different spiel every night. Yeah, where she'd be like, oh, you could really feel the power from her. I feel in those yeah. moments, especially like the build up to like the little tease, and then when she's like trying to pick someone Absolutely. and talk about it i really liked those bits but then i don't want to sound like a dick but as soon as they got someone up i'd be like bar, bar. toilet yeah like, just because it's an excuse everyone's in the room dancing to it it's an excuse to go to the toilet without someone being yeah. near me and yeah. go to the bar while it's empty yeah uh so yeah i think that for me with this this song live it served its purpose for a while and then i kind of was like okay i'm kind of not into this because it just goes on <laughs> and on and on and on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And at this point, I don't want to hear it now. So we're done with like, it. We're done with it. And, All and then, collectively. Collectively, the world's decided. Yeah, it's been decided. The fans have decided, and I think that's the right... We've all made the right decision. Mm, um, for sure. But yeah, normally I would tell you to go and listen to this song. Normally I would be like... Yeah. Normally, every time I end an episode of this podcast, I just go, it's an absolute banger. Please go listen to it. Blah, 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 blah. And this is the first time that I can honestly say, if you don't know Misery Business, maybe go and listen to it. I don't know. Go and listen to the instrumental version. Of yeah, one. yeah. Like maybe try <laughs> write your own lyrics. Yeah, just have, just have a good time. If you don't know it, like go and listen to it and try and be try and put yourself in the position that mm. they were in at that time. But if you're probably going to listen to it now and you've not heard it, then you're probably going to be like, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's the right reaction to have. Yeah. Biz. Listen to it at your own discretion, but also like. You know, maybe it can be triggering. I don't know. Like, if don't listen yeah, to it if you feel yeah. like this song's going to trigger you in any way. Yeah. I was thinking about because I was obviously post on social media when we post an episode, and I post like the song playing on spot, yeah. like pulling through from Apple Pod- uh, Apple Music, wherever it pulls through from. Yeah. Like the clip of the song, and I always choose a particular GIF. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'm just gonna have to choose like a grimace. Not the there's a McDonald's thing called grimace. Yeah. The grimace, yeah, yeah <laughs> not, not, not that. Maybe I will. Maybe actually. you will choose That's grimace. That's it. There yeah. you go. I'm choosing grimace. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It's like, be have to be like a. Okay. Ooh, you can't ooh. see us, but we're doing. Like yeah, a, we're doing like a, grim- grimace. a grimace. A grimace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a grimace. Not the big purple monster from McDonald's, as we've already said. Um, go listen to it. Oh, don't. Oh, don't. Listen to it at your own risk. Go and listen to another Paramore song. It's probably better. Yeah, skip it and listen to one of it. Rains. That's listen next. To, but listen to this episode. Yeah, listen to this episode. God. And then we'll be talking about when it rains. Which I absolutely time. adore, so I can't wait yeah, to talk about I mean, when it, it rains. It always makes me think of you when it rains. I do love that song. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> 
this episode of Still Into You, a Paramore podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Still Into You Pod. I'm Faye, and when I'm not talking about Paramore, you can find me talking about his dark materials on my other podcast, Her Dark Materials. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts or on social media at HDMPod. And my name's Zach, and whenever I'm not busy gushing over Paramore, you can find me channeling my inner Hayley Williams on stage with Breakfast with Bears, available to listen to on Spotify and all other major streaming services. Do follow us on Instagram, at officialbreakfastwithbears. Big thanks to Finley Hudson for our awesome theme music, and this been fun. Hit that snap! <laughs> hit that, hit that snap! <laughs> till ne- you have to say until next time! Until next time! <laughs> We're still till into you! Sorry. The buttery. The but- I'm keeping it because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's because I didn't want to say that it had been fun to talk about the song. <laughs> <laughs>